great future. We're talking real money. You, you ever you ever notice certain phrases get you thinking? Like in the weather when they say a storm system is knocking on the door, it's like, hello, bad weather coming. May I come in, please? Just, it's not, you know, it, they should say a very polite storm is on its way because it's going to knock before it comes in. Or as we like to say around here, Hurricane Don back on the air. There always, 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 always. And I, 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 I'm trying to, uh, Typhoon to Tommy. blow some of the bad financial <laughs> product purveyors right out to sea. And from Seattle, it's really hard to blow them out to sea because somebody put a mountain range in the way. Well, and the prevailing wind blows the other direction. Right, so i got to blow tough. harder than the wind. Which is not usually a problem for <laughs> you. <laughs> so keep it going. You're Hello, good. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Real Money, the show, the podcast, the legend. Let that wow. sink in for That's... a moment. Um, <laughs> it's going to sink in for a long time for hey, whatever is available to sink. Do you have questions? Do you have concerns about your money, about your future, about your retirement? Well, we're here to help. Just call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-TALK. Or you can send questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com, too. We we take the typed ones. We've got some of those lined up. And your questions, your called-in questions, go right to the top of the heap. we got a lot of topics, but we always move them out of the way to well, help you we got to take questions because, man, important. we have a lot of typed ones, too. But but having said that, the num- what what would you guess? is the number one question we get on the show, on the podcast, in real life. What's our biggest question? Yeah, I can tell you what number one for my me is always, is that really your natural blonde hair color? That's always seemed to be number one for me. Yeah, you know, and, and I find that when you carry around a bright yellow light with you everywhere you yeah. go, that people do often confuse gray for blonde. Oh, okay. It's, it's all about the lighting. Uh, right now, my though, grandkids don't know yet. In so the blue okay. lighting of your of your hangar, there. <laughs> oh, uh, ouch! It is definitely, blue lighting. definitely, definitely right. not blonde, Tom. All kidding, all kidding aside, the number one question. No, no, way, no. Kidding just... is not aside. No. <laughs> the number one question, and it's not just today. It generally is all, all the time. All the time. The, it literally is. If you go back as long as we've been doing this for decades, in your case. Phew, eons near centuries uh <laughs> pretty close it's all no it's always what do i do with my money today yeah i've it got a bunch is. of money i've got a hundred thousand yeah, dollars sitting today? in savings yeah what should i do with it so you can call us and ask us because we have a great answer we don't know it's two words it no it depends <laughs> so uh, but here's here's a couple things i can eliminate because we're going to do a webinar on this couple of days from now here's one oh, I can eliminate. yeah that's one of the big questions what do i do Easy. in this right. current situation right because the uncertainty of, of fill the in election the fill in the blank mm-hmm. it doesn't it's the pandemic it's the election it's the china it, there's always a list fill in the blank china. and the reaction the, the reaction is always the same um whatever the purpose of the money is it has nothing to do and by the way Please do call and ask me about the election, because how many trading days now are left until the election? You know the answer to this. I, I do. Yeah, you do. Sure you do. I, Come I, on. I'd have that's to count easy. them. It's 11 trading days until the election. Now, do you think you should 11, base you're your, correct. Good yeah, job. Thank you. Do you think you should, I guess if you include election day, it could be 12. Do you base your decisions on what's going to happen in the next 12 days in your life generally? Mm, I don't. 
I don't think you do. Most people, uh, they're thinking a little further down the road than 12 days. <sighs> I got to tell you, it doesn't matter if it's a day, a week, a month, or 30 years. If you're trying to do something based on a future prediction, you're not going to make a good decision because the future can go. I mean, all right, in 2016, everybody was 100% sure that Secretary of State Clinton would yeah. win the presidential election. No I'm, one even I was among imagined them. that there nope. would be a Trump presidency. It was unimaginable to most of the pundits and the pollsters. And yet, life is uncertain. It's not predictable. Quit trying to predict yeah. it. That's one of the In problems with those questions yeah. is that it implies we have prognosticative power. Ooh, another word I like. Thank you. And uh, I think people mistake that for then, okay, here, with that in mind, I know this is going to happen, so I'm going to put my money in this way. Uh-uh. That, that's not the right thing to do. You're confused? Call us, 855-935-TALK. You want to know what to do in the future? We'll tell you the truth. 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. There's a science to managing money. I call it financial physics, and you can get a free copy of my easy-to-read book, Financial Physics, at talkingrealmoney.com slash free, or there's an interactive version available on Apple iBooks. It's called Financial Physics. That's spelled with an F, and you can get it free at talkingrealmoney.com slash free or in the Apple Bookstore. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Yep. Real money, nothing but real money, just the real thing. No fake stuff, no counterfeiting, no weirdness here going on. No no cryptos, no cryptocurrencies. Yeah. You call and ask us about that, but... Yeah, you sent me something about Rick Edelman having a class yeah, on Rick's, cryptocurrencies. Rick's been big on the whole crypto thing for a long time, and he thinks we all need to invest in it, we all need to understand it, and I just... Don't buy into it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, I kind of think of it as tales from the crypto, which is very appropriate in October because it's like, you know, it's like <laughs> exactly death coming out of a box to get you. Ah, so don't get into crypto. Get into real investing at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Or you can send us a question at TalkingRealMoney.com. Just go to the contact form just like this. Um, The subject of this question. Is yes. an independent 401k. Now, I do not believe we have ever had a question on the show on an i401k. They've been around since like 2002, which is an independent. Yeah, and this is for this is for uh, smaller businesses, self-employed, self-employed. And the idea here is it allows you to put more money in than you would be in a traditional IRA, for example. Yeah, but it only works for sole props. It can be you and a spouse is the only yep. exception. So you can't have employees or any of that stuff. But what's interesting is that it has very similar rules to the regular 401k. Now, this question is, I'm an employee of a firm and max out my 401k for the over 50-year-old age group. I also put Which seven... Which is uh, 25 grand this year? 26 and change. Oh, is it? Okay. It's no, 19.5... I think it's 26. Plus. I think it's 26 even. 
26 even, because it's 55 plus nine. Now someone's going to call and correct you. So no, I think do. I'm right. Okay. Uh, right. I also put 7,000 after tax into a backdoor Roth. I also do some part-time independent work. So she's a sole prop. That work has gross income of 10000 for 2020. How much of that income can I contribute to an I-401K? Wow. Now, go back. She already contributes to another retirement plan? Yeah. A Roth? I don't know that she can do a third yeah, one. Yeah, she can. She can. I thought you said she already contributed to one at in work. addition to the Roth. At work. That's at I don't her think job. You can do t- I don't think you can do two retirement plans in one year. Mm, I don't see I don't think anything so. here. That says you can't, mm. uh, because I think it's wow. set up like I've a, never heard of that. I think it's set up like a simple IRA or a SEP. You can also, if you have self-employment income, I'm pretty sure on this. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say 100%, but I'm pretty sure that she could deduct $10,000 because her maximum income is $10,000. Pretty sure. And put all that away. In an I-401K. Pretty in addition sure. to putting money in into addition, another retirement because that's plan. a different mm. because it's like the I, wow. you can have a retirement plan at work and it depends on your income and she didn't put that in here but you could but she's doing a backdoor Roth so she can still do that yeah that that's a separate right whole, I don't I just didn't think you could contribute to two different retirement plans that way. I, I know that you can with a, I know you can with a okay. simple or a SEP so okay. I would assume the I four hundred one k is in that I'm reading the IRS stuff and I'm not finding anything. That says you can't. So I'm going to say tentatively ten grand. That's what I'm going with. Now you know what the wow. limit now is though on on i401ks. The real it's like fifty something thousand. Fifty six thousand. Right? Yeah, that's a lot of money. If you make fifty six thousand dollars a year from self employment income, you can put every penny of it away, tax deferred, tax deductible. Every every single yeah it would be yeah. It's not a percentage. Yeah. It's not a percentage. Wow. It's straight off. Which is not as good as a like a SEP IRA where you can only take off twenty five percent, I think. Exactly. Of your this I four oh one K baby cakes thing is a deal. Wow. Okay. But I'm still going to All I'm right. gonna you just question gently okay. argue with you about the fact you can put money in two different retirement plans. I, you know, I'm gonna read gently. some of this. So call oh, and tell Don how he's wrong. I'm reading. This, you know, there's a lot of law here. When you read IRS you do code, the Jeopardy music? when you yeah. read the IRS code, it's like, wow, let's see. Uh, I don't uh, read the IRS code. Oh, they code. are not. The, 40, the I-401K is not exempt from self-employment taxes. So you still have to pay the okay. self-employment tax. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so that income, you got to pay the whatever, whatever's due. I just don't see anything that says you can't have both. But I'll keep looking. Okay. We don't know. Maybe Andrew. How about another question? Oh, do you want another one? I Andrew have, would know, yes. I have another one. Probably. I, I do. I have another one. This is a good one. You ready? Uh, okay. This is about VTMFX. I don't even know what that is. What's VTMFX? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Hold on. V- I guess I could do the same. I'm going to do it before you. MFX. Done. Oh, tax managed. Tax managed. Oh, he says it. In, he says it in the body of the note. Okay. Hi, guys. I seldom hear talk about the virtues of Vanguard tax-managed balanced fund, particularly for those investing in taxable accounts. Since 1994, it's returned 7.65% annual, 861 over 10 years, 10% over one, and year-to-date 55 Since inception, 94, uh, I say, I, 
I don't know why, what he just said. I say this with a bit of sarcasm, but at age 63, why didn't, wouldn't I just put everything I own into this little gym? And why doesn't it get more attention, particularly in the retirement set? Okay, now this is a balanced, well, it's cheap. You gotta yeah, love it's the, really, the really ratio. cheap, uh, 0.09%. Yeah, you got, you got to love that. As a very, uh, the yield is one point eight. Right. Um, it's in large stocks primarily. Um, I'm trying to get a feel for what the I got to tell you. What bothers me? Is. This oh, is what go. bothers me. Okay. There are no internationals. Yeah. And look at the stock to bond ratio. That it's flips fifty fifty. That flips the yeah. typical balance on its head. And it, it appears that they can move that around. In other words, they, they, some, there's a manager there that can say, oh, well, today we feel this. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to look at it and see. They only have of, a 1,000 stocks in the portfolio. Yeah, you really don't have much. You have a very, 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 very small amount of small and a very, very, very small amount of value. Well, it's just two parts of the portfolio we think you should have significant amounts in. Right. And, and that may be one of the reasons why you wouldn't want to put it all in this little gym. Uh, bearing in mind, there are a couple things you need to bear in mind. An equity indexed, uh, an indexed stock fund, like the Vanguard Total Stock Index or the Vanguard Total World or the, the, uh, the, the Total World Index, those are not going to be big capital gains generators. They're not going to generate a lot of realized capital gains. It'll be unrealized gains, which is the same kind of thing you get from a tax-managed fund. The other thing is, is that despite the fact that this is tax-managed, they are still distributing a yield of almost 2% or have been. Great return. Let me tell you why. Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, and Alphabet, the five biggest right, holdings. Right, exactly. Shocker. So I know I don't think this is properly diversified. I think you're going to get a better diversification with VT Wax, and you're going to get some tax deferral. As a matter of fact, it looks like very similar tax deferral. Tom and Don are talking real money. Everybody needs help with their money now and again, and if you need more help than we can give in the course of this podcast or show, set up an appointment with one of our advisors for a free actual meeting with no obligation and no high-pressure sales pitch. Just go to Vestory.com, that's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Again, the number, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Tom, during the break, I did, dug a little deeper into the taxable difference between the Vanguard Total World Stock Index and the Vanguard Tax Managed Balanced Fund. Very interesting. The two have almost identical yields. Uh, about just or they have been almost identical, about two percent. But what's the the uh, the Vanguard Total World Stock Index hasn't distributed any capital gains at all, nor has the tax managed. So, from a tax standpoint, they're going to be very similar. And let me mention one thing because this does seem to come up. You really your income has to be at a fairly high level for you to be very worried about taxation when it comes to your non-qualified accounts your regular brokerage accounts you got to make a you had to especially in retirement you got to have a pretty good income before this really comes into play now if you're an entrepreneur you're making a lot of money then that's a different topic how your investments 
our, our setup would make more sense. And by the way, I couldn't tell the type of fixed income. So are they using then municipal bond uh, in there so they me... don't have any taxation on the interest? Because that would be another thing to consider here that, uh, that again, when we look at all of this, it's a very small number of us. I don't even include myself here, that really need to yeah, use I'm not in that. municipal bonds. <laughs> I am definitely no, really not don't. in that category. Yeah, so your income has to be pretty high to, to need that. Let me look at, let me see if I can find the fixed income. Yeah, I couldn't see it on my screen there. but fixed. So that would be something, again, um, because and now, especially with interest rates where they are, there's going to be even more discussion about the fact of whether or not you even need municipal bonds instead of just a regular total bond type of allocation yeah it's a 98 percent municipal okay so they do use mm-hmm. basically interest-free bonds right then, if you will right so, yeah i mean that's uh, and that's what, that, it wouldn't be the and way you know, that, that, that is very interesting because remember this portfolio is 50 50 50 percent stocks 50 yeah. percent bonds with a yield of under two percent a past yeah. tense yield the vanguard total world stock index is a hundred percent stocks with a yield of about two percent. Yeah, and what are we? What are you getting now on the you know uh, total bond? It's about two percent, right? Mm-hmm. About two percent. Yeah, yeah. So it's so I guess why wouldn't I do this? It's not as diversified as I would like. Right. It's um. It. I don't know that it has the small or the value kind of stocks I'd like to see in it. And again, I'm not sure without knowing you that you really need to use municipal bonds instead of just a total bond fund which should provide a little more interest. And I think I, I let me do this question and we can keep this for for the uh for the for after the break. We'll get the question in now and then come back. Uh this is house rich cash poor. Yeah. Love your show. House rich, yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost all pundits in personal finance, including you, advise their followers in general not to pay off the house, especially in today's low interest rate environment. That's not true, by the way, but okay. Agree it is the right advice, but you guys also have to help the audience with one other suggestion. Okay. Instruct them. Oh, it's a comment. It's not really a question. Instruct them, direct them, force them. I don't think we can force anybody. It's kind of hard over the radio. I still have a 12-year-old daughter. She does what I tell her sometimes. Yeah, but not over the radio. Tell her to do something now and see if she does it. See, not going to happen. It's not in the right part of the house. Exactly. Uh, but, 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 but it forced them to at least put away the extra money they were going to pay into a separate account and not keep it ah. in their day-to-day expense pocket because they okay. will never find it and lose both sides of the benefit. This is from my personal experience. Edelman advised me to get sure. a long-term mortgage and never pay it off, which I agree with, but I was not smart enough to execute it by saving the unspent funds separately and investing it. All I'm asking is next time, well, sure. help them open a separate place to save it. Make sense? Well, that that's always true. If you just run out and spend it, then... It's, not, it's a bad right. idea. Then, then paying down debt would have been a better idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. No question. Yeah. What you do is you build When are you going to start investing and stop wasting money on things like housing, food, all the rest of that stuff? 86-inch TVs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, investing. That's what we're telling. We, yes, we tell people to do that all the time. Tom and Don are talking real money.
If you don't have a financial plan, well, sometimes you just need a little help getting started. And we offer that free help to anybody in a meeting with one of our fiduciary advisors. To set one up, just go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. There's no obligation, no cost, and I promise, no sales pitch. future. We're talking real money. You think politics really on a day-to-day basis impacts your life? You sit around watching your Fox News or your MSNBC or CNN or whatever it is constantly sucking down political news. Do you honestly think that the political climate has that big an impact on your day-to-day life? Come on. What really matters in your life? Your money. That's what you care about. You care about money. If you're well, that'll have a greater being, impact 20, 25 years down the road than, frankly, which party's in power. But no. money, money is it. Money is what it's about. That's why we talk about it. And the problem is that we work in an industry that has serious problems. It is really, it is the wild, even though we've got the Securities and Exchange Commission and FINRA and all these people supposedly regulating it, it's the wild west out there. You really have to take care of yourself. There's all kinds of suggestions as to how you should invest your money, Mm. whom you should hire to entrust your money to, um, and at the end of the day, what you should believe about money, right? Because there really isn't anything you're taught at any age about how money works or how investing works and so what what happens is you end up generally listening to talk radio well there's that (laughs) no you end up investing with people you know generally right or or not always or you listen to talk radio and the fact of the matter is that's where a lot of people get their financial advice and and, there's some... I, and I can tell you from experience, almost no one in America has more experience with financial talk radio than I do. Very few That's people. True. I was in the industry before it became as corrupt as it is now, before radio stations started selling advertising to any idiot who could write the check. In Atlanta, Georgia, on the biggest radio station oh, down yeah, there, big. WSB, Huge station. I know that I know the program director well. I used to work with him. And WSB sold some time to an idiot. Uh, turns out he's Christopher idiot. Burns. Chris Burns. Chris Burns bought a show that he called Dynamic, Dynamic Financial. Dynamic, Dynamic Money, Money or the Chris Burns Show. And he, he ran a company called Investus Financial and Investus Advisors. And I went and looked up Chris's ADV Part 2 online to see what... One, he charged ridiculous fees. But the funny thing is, the really strange thing I discovered was that he had no assets under management. Zero. Well, they were there portending what was about to happen. He had no uh-huh. money. He had a, His Schwab was his custodian. Yeah. But they held none of his clients' money. None of it. Apparently it was held in his trunk because uh, Mr. Burns disappeared several weeks ago. <laughs> The Federal Bureau of Investigation is now looking for him. And in his car, which they located, I think, near the airport. Near the airport, Again, yeah. shocker. Uh, were some copies of... Uh, of uh, Cashier's checks. <laughs> Cashier's checks. Made I, out I'm to laughing. him. I shouldn't be laughing. Yeah, I hope he's okay. No, I, mean, no I actually don't. Because I kill himself over money. I don't 
Well, he didn't kill himself. Yeah. He went to the darned airport. Come okay, on. But, what do you you go to the airport he, to commit anyway, suicide? I, well, he had a gun. No, he didn't. He didn't have a gun. Turned okay, out well, he a didn't lot of, take the right, gun. They, the FBI okay, found good. the gun well, at his right. house. Just as a general one human being to another, I hope he's okay. That's wow, just Oh, you're way nicer than I am. I, and I hope he didn't steal anybody's money. But I he got a did. bad feeling he might have because he was supposed to the, the day before he disappeared. The next day he was meeting with an organization called the Securities and Exchange Commission who had some rather sharp questions, apparently, for the young man. It appears that they probably just suddenly looked at his ADV Part 2 brochure and said, wait, you've been in business for several years and you're not managing any money? Where did it go? You have clients. Apparently, and he had a custodial relationship with himself where he was taking his clients' money and holding it, which does bring me to an important topic Mm -hmm. because we talked about how you find an advisor. I am not a fan, and I mentioned this in the podcast, which will be available in the next, I think, day or so. I'm not a fan of necessarily hiring people you go to church with, people you meet at school, people that uh, affinity, uh, because generally speaking, those you make that hire because they're the nice young man that you see in church or wherever, socially, right? That's not... So then what do you do? Do you do a Google search? Because if you do a Google search for financial advisor, you run into an organization called Smart Asset. You run into an organization called Nerd Wallet, Or you find an article at U.S. News from five years ago that tells you how to find a financial advisor. Um, there's no more yellow pages. You really can't use that, right? No. There, well, there is, <laughs> but who, does anybody use it? When we come back, we'll try and give you a few ideas because this is a very important topic and most of you do need help. And that is why we actually created some tools to help you do this because you can't just go, you can't go brave this world on your own. It's way too dangerous. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. There's a science to managing money. I call it financial physics, and you can get a free copy of my easy-to-read book, Financial Physics, at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free, or there's an interactive version available on Apple iBooks. It's called Financial Physics. That's spelled with an F, and you can get it free at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free or in the Apple Bookstore. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And we're also talking about how you find the financial help you need. And it is very, very hard to find. We were speaking about a guy who did a talk show on WSB in Atlanta. Uh, apparently, apparently, we don't know this yet, but apparently it seems like he was having checks made out to him from his clients because they found some in his car. And uh, that's a bad idea. You want to make sure your advisor has a third-party custodian. For example, if you came to our firm, you would never, ever, ever write a check to Tom or me or to Vestory, our firm, you would send the check to Schwab, Charles Schwab, the third party Money's custodian. Held there. We yep. couldn't take your money if we wanted to. But there's more to it than that. A lot of people don't find their advisor on the radio. They find it through somebody at church. What Tom was talking about, finding them online, for example. It. I went to Google, like you suggested, and because we're based in Bellevue, Washington. I typed in... Yep. Financial Advisors, Bellevue. And what I get is about 10 ads, paid placement pieces. One of them probably expensive. for a firm in Bellevue. The first one that yep. came up, other than a national you know, advisor finding service, was a firm in mm. Bellevue. I looked up their yep. ADV Part 2, and they're, they're a duly registered advisor, so they're not just a that, fiduciary. 
That means they have a broker-dealer where they could sell you products. They don't have to put your interests first. And they sell insurance products, like indexed annuities, apparently, maybe. And if you are their fee-based client, where they charge you a fee for your account, their annual... Fee-only or fee-based? Fee-based. Okay. They charge 2.5% a year at the top end. That is pretty expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. Outrageous. But most people don't do what I do and go in and pour over the financial advisor's ADV Part 2 brochure. The SEC says it has to be written in plain English and easy to read. None of them are easy to read. They're written to be opaque. Again, love that word. Obfuscuative. And I made that one up. You did. I think so. But it sounds good and it, it sounds fits. Good. Um, All right. So, so how do you find you should, a good I one? Mean, how do you, what, well, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, this is, well, okay. Yeah. We do have a list at our website. And yes, it includes us, but it has many other people on it too. So you go to talkingrealmoney.com dot com slash help. So there's a list there. That's one method. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I, I also mentioned in an upcoming podcast that you could go to another website. I think you can go to Dimensional Funds website, right? D-F-A-U-S. D-F-A-U-S dot com. not easy to find. But you can find advisors there that I think will treat you fairly. You know, they, they, they will charge a reasonable amount. They will use, you're making a face, they will use low-cost uh, index or index-type well, funds. It, it's only because I did this once. In fact, let's do it for Bellevue, Washington. See who comes up. And uh, I am going to see who comes up because the last time I did this, a firm that sells indexed annuities came up. Remember? Oh, that's right. We did have that issue. We had yeah, a little. We had a little argument with. Uh, with yeah. They're still there. No surprise. Do not go to DFAUS to find an advisor. They're still there. There is a company in Seattle that primarily sells equity indexed annuities, and yet they come up on DFA's site because they cut a deal to for their fee based operation to use DFA funds. They've even in some of their advertisements, use DFA as a form of kind of bait and switch to get people to Bring come you to in a science-based then, investing thing, and yeah. then they go, but instead of that, why don't you just do this indexed annuity? We'll have to raise that with the nice people at Dimension. We've again, raised it. Which we did last we time. We raised it, and, you know, again, what does it come down to? Mm, it's like Vanguard. Start it's the like show. Vanguard and their alternative fund. John Money? Bogle would be... Flipping over in his grave, he'd be doing the samba. He'd just he'd be going nuts in his grave if he knew that they were selling alternative investments at Vanguard. He would go nuts. DFA's just like everybody else. It's about the bottom line. I wish I could That's say it was different, but it's and it is. It's sad. Sorry, DFA. You guys messed up when you let these people on your website. You, we've told you about them. We know who they are. They are not on the up and up. One of these days, they're going to go down because the head of the company is a CFP, and if he's selling indexed annuities, the Certified Financial Planning Board says you can't do that. They actually said that. That's their new rules as of October, supposedly. Oh, that I did not know either. Yeah, you have to be a fiduciary at all times. Which you really can't be and sell you that product. can't be. That was the whole big deal with the Labor Department rules on the fiduciary right. standard is that it would have stopped anyone from selling indexed annuities 
who handled retirement plans, and they were up in arms. This is why the industry fought it. As a matter of fact, years ago, when indexed annuities were just getting started, the SEC wanted to regulate them as a security. And the insurance industry spent tens of millions of dollars lobbying to keep that from happening. Okay, so let's go. Let's do this another way. All let's right. go back to let's go to our the website. process. There's that, and then the process of elimination. I would only hire a 100 percent fiduciary firm. I would not hire anyone who's duly okay, registered. Okay, then, then, one. then I have a question for you. Well, I'm not done because they don't know. Let's start with that one. How do I know which one's 100 percent fiduciary? Well, then there you have to read their ADV. Oh, fine. Now you make me read their ADV, but it doesn't That's say no fun, that. But Nobody puts in their ADV 100% fiduciary. But you can see there, you can read it, and it'll say oftentimes what types of products they use, and from that you can discern. I agree. It's not easy. That's why I invented Number two, the hats, I would, but I would, nobody ever used my hats. I know. They, your red hat. Uh, <laughs> number two, <laughs> number two, I would not hire an insurance company to handle my investments ever that's another one i would there, there's no reason to it's not what they do i i know they do it because they make a lot of money doing it but it wouldn't be where i would go no brokers and banks ever no um i would only hire here's another one i would only hire a firm that charges one percent a year at the most or less mm -hmm. i see no reason to pay more than that and i would not hire a firm that has any sort of commission so that would also eliminate a broker dealer because they charge commissions so you're eliminating some people there but then it gets still gets back to this okay that's great my money's at ameriprise how the heck do i find somebody else who would do a better job for me because i've run into this brick wall so many times it used to be i suggested dfa us i finally had to take take responsibility for this and I, that's why i came up with talkingrealmoney.com slash help go there you will find an interview form for advisors that all oh, good point that says on there i pledge to always act as your fiduciary please sign this if they refuse to sign it then run out the door as fast as your feet will carry you you want to know what they charge i've got a list of what the major firms charge including ameriprise at 3.07 percent at the high end you want a Ridiculous. list of you want a list of advisors that I have personally taken a look at. I cannot personally vouch for them. I cannot recommend them, but I've looked at them. I know that they work with dimensional funds and according I read their ADV and according to their ADV, they do not sell securities on commission, so they shouldn't have that conflict. Can't guarantee anything. It's just a suggestion. That checks there. will not be honored. That's oh, there. We've got some resources. Yes. We, there is a bit of self-serving nature to these things. But it's more helpful than anything else out there. You mentioned it takes some time, some effort, and some work. And the reality is this is your money. This is your future, your retirement. It's worth spending the time on it. No question. No kidding. You have got to take care of yourself because nobody else is going to do it. Nobody else is going to do what you do. Tom and Don are talking real money. Everybody needs help with their money now and again. And if you need more help than we can give in the course of this podcast or show, set up an appointment with one of our advisors for a free actual meeting with no obligation and no high-pressure sales pitch. Just go to Vestory.com, that's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
And again, that place to go to help find the, the advice you need is TalkingRealMoney.com slash help, or just click on the guy who says help wanted. Got a sign. Um, and if you're concerned about the election and what it might do to your investments, you definitely need to attend a class we're doing for free on Wednesday. It is you can sign up for it right now, no cost, at talkingrealmoney.com, talkingrealmoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?